Hot Takes to Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury hasn't. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Seiner Cadillac today. Question of the day inspired by yet another convincing victory over the Spurs combined with that Suns loss. The Jazz are back in first place. One game in front of Phoenix with six games left. All is well? Question mark. Brian says Phoenix will lose two more times to close out the season. I can't see the Jazz losing three, so it's looking good. All right. Phoenix also plays the Spurs the last two games, so we'll see what happens. Yes, we will, but I don't really care about what Phoenix does. I'm looking about the Jazz. Right now, I stand by my statement earlier. I believe this morning... On Willie Mays' 90th birthday, the greatest baseball player ever to be born, that I feel the most confidence for the Jazz success in the postseason than I felt all season. I'd be with you if the Jazz didn't have two starters, two all-stars over there, not healthy on the bench. One of them kind of unexpectedly in my mind, and the other one for longer than I expected. That's the very reason why I feel this confident. Ironically, I wouldn't feel as confident if they were back right now. Because I don't think Bogdanovich gets in the flow as much as he can and has. And has been doing and did. He was struggling for a good portion of the season. Now, he is lighting it up while they've been out. Because of the increased opportunity, he's been able to reestablish his shooting confidence. It had gone. It had deserted him to the point where he even talked about it. And I don't have any problem acknowledging the obvious. We all knew it anyway. And so he's got that back. And he's got that back in abundance. I have to believe, and I didn't follow his career that closely uh, when he was in the Eastern Conference, obviously. But I have to believe right now today he feels like he's playing the best ball he's ever played in the NBA. And that's a great sign. He goes into the postseason his most confident. And Joe Ingles, it's the same thing with him. They had on ESPN, he he leads the league in left-handed bounce passes by a foreign-born player or something, some crazy stat that he wasn't even aware of. He's playing well. Niang is getting an opportunity that he wouldn't have gotten with those two players in there. Now, I'm assuming, and maybe it's too much of an assumption, but I'm assuming those two players come back and do what they do, and in their absences, I've got other guys who have stepped up and raised their game to where they should be. Philly Cup, there's no reason why George Na- Jordan Nagg shouldn't be the most confident he's ever been as an NBA player right now today. So you combine all that, that leads me to believe that I have the most confidence that I've had all season in this team right now. The stat Joe Ingles leads the league in is not left-handed bounce passes by a foreign-born player. Although I would love that stat, Joe would probably do quite well. True shooting percentage, and ESPN did a big thing on it, and Joe dropped a line. I honestly Googled it one time trying to figure out what they're talking about, and I had no bleeping ideas still after reading it. I didn't understand it when they said it. I didn't understand it when I Googled it. That's just people getting bored, so let's reinvent the wheel. 
and come up. I'm smarter than you, so I've come up with a new stat. Blah 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 blah. And do, do we really need to look at that stuff to know he's playing the best he's ever played? Doesn't the eye test tell you? In the simple stats, tell you what he's doing. I mean, in ten years, they'll have some other stats because people will be bored with that and and have to be smarter than the next guy. And good good on them. Come up with as many stats as you want. Uh, it boils down to how good you are out on the floor. So he's playing well. He stepped up his game, and he does so many things. As he said on our show once, he thought one of the reasons if he didn't make it in the league is because he was pretty good at everything and not great at some stuff, and you need to have some greatness in you to be in this league and be a player on this league and be a, a very good player on a team with the best record in the league. And he's got it. So these two come back. There's no reason why they don't come back and play well. I got the most confidence. Now, what does that mean? I mean, I can have the most confidence in the Houston Rockets today than I've had all season. They're still going nowhere. So I don't know where they're going, but I can honestly say I have the most confidence in them today than I've had all season. We got people weighing in with a wide range of answers. We got cynics and critics out there. Neil. Where are all those woe-is-me doomsday prophets? The fans batting down the hatches, preparing for the inevitable doom. I hope they're in Hilldale. Leroy says, all's well that ends well. Ask me in six games. That won't actually be the end. It'll be the end of the regular season, but just, just ups, the the, beginning. ups the stakes at that point. We've only just begun. To play in the playoffs. Craig says four wins out of the next six should do it. He's counted down to the top spot. You have multiple people here penciling the Suns in for two losses. Here, Blair, here's a little negativity. The Lakers, the Clippers, even Phoenix. They still don't fear the Jazz in the seven-game series. The Jazz have not earned it yet. They need to go deep this year, then win all the games they're supposed to win next year to be seen as a real threat, not just a pesky obstacle to be overcome in the playoffs. Yeah, if they win it all this year, I I think they'll be feared next year, but that's nothing to be worried about next season by any stretch right now. Jonathan's in full-on wait-and-see mode. Let's beat the Nuggets on Friday, and then we can assess how we feel. Season has been a bit of a roller coaster. That game could accelerate the hopes if they win, and yes. They got the best record in the league, and it's been a roller coaster? Oh, absolutely. What are you talking about? (laughs) Anytime they go through a stretch where they don't win some games, when they're winning 20 out of 21, everyone's feeling great. But they go through a stretch of 500 basketball, and the negativity and the doomsday stuff is right there. We've been been reading it and seeing it all year. You personally have not. You personally have not. But... The stuff we see on social media, fans have absolutely ridden the, ridden the well, roller coaster. That's every team in the history of any professional sport. And I think there's some truth to that. I think the Lakers are riding the roller coaster big time. They're the defending champions. Okay, but, but if, and you're if not they're doing, healthy, if, everybody's picking them. But they're not If healthy. it's nothing different than every other team, then it's not news. Do you think Phoenix, what do you think the the fan base in Phoenix is thinking? Because they're really the parallel to the Jazz. they got a great record. They've had more health than most of the league. And they have no history, no recent history of winning the playoffs. They don't have a guy in their roster 
who's done it. The way the Lakers have, well, the Lakers are the defending champs, but the way the Clippers have Kawhi and the Nets have Durant. Guys who've done it. They've been to the mountaintop. They know what it takes. Well, then put in Milwaukee and, yes. and, and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's my that's whole true. thing. That, that, if you're one of many, then there's nothing to it. That's just the way it is. And in this league, that's the way it is all the time. Because hardly anybody wins. This is the most predictable sports league at the professional level that we have. And so just a few guys win it, and they win often. And it's been that way, oh, only since the days of Bill Russell. (laughs) So how's that? This is not news. It was literally like that before Bill Russell. But I get your point for a long, long, long long time. I I don't know who played before Bill Russell. George Mikan and the Minneapolis Lakers won five titles in six years. I don't even know that. I wouldn't I've heard of the name, yeah. and I knew the Lakers were in Minnesota, but there's no way I could have told you they won five titles in six years. But good for George. He was recognized as the first dominant big man when dominant big men used to be they the gold the ticket. League. Yeah, they yeah. were the golden ticket. They ruled but the league. But that's changed so much now. So you've got to give me something that's different. If it's, just, if it's standard, then we don't get on the radio here and talk about stuff that's standard. That's boring. Go find out what Jill Biden did to save the world when she was in town yesterday. Flick the station. We've got to give him something that's not the standard. That Everybody's a roller coaster then. Then nobody's accomplished anything except for three guys. Scott says, I'm not sure. There's a balance between having health and chemistry. Mitchell and Conley need playing time to shake off some of the rust. Can they just show up cold turkey after all this time off and return immediately to dominance? What's the first round? Do I need them to be dominant when I've got Bogdanovich and Clarkson and Joe doing their thing and Niang playing the best and Rudy's Mm. consistent and he gives you all that stuff? So won't the playoffs allow for that? Isn't it set up? Isn't the format set up? And Mitchell is going to go from 0 to 100 just because he played in the first round? I don't think he's going to be at 0. I don't think Conley's going to be at 0. They're going to be at least 50 on a scale of one of zero to one hundred in the first round, and if I got all these other guys doing that, isn't that good enough? And so the system will allow them to have those break-in games or comeback games or whatever you want to phrase it. So what are we worried about here, man? I, I'm telling you, July 28th, it's going to be so hot, and my air conditioner is going to break down in my car, in my house, and the portable fans won't work. Why don't I just worry about a bunch of crap that's probably not going to happen? Come on, people! My goodness! I do think, and I said this in the last segment, I do think that if they don't come back until the playoffs, the first round could be more forgiving than a lot of people expect. The Jazz are crushing it against some of these teams that are sitting between 7 and 10, and... It looks like the Jazz, they haven't clinched it yet, but it looks like they're going to have one of the top two picks. They only need to go 3-3, three and three, and they've got three terrible teams on the schedule. Houston's awful. Oklahoma yeah. City is yeah. horrific. And I'm forgetting who the other one is. Doesn't but, matter. Oh, Sacramento. Break, it's Sacramento. Break down the schedule tomorrow. They'll, well, wait till Saturday, actually, they should, to do it. They should crush those three teams, so they should be top two. They should get seven or eight. And yes, there's a chance the Lakers will be there, but there's a better chance they're going to be facing a team that they've dominated, like the Grizzlies. So the first round could be pretty forgiving and help these guys get back into uh, get back into top form. 
It's all set up. The door's open. All you got to do is walk through it. It's right there for you. How do you not have the most confidence that you've had in the Jazz all season than right now? Because Mitchell and Conley are hurt. That's the only thing I get that people could be hanging on right now. That's that's the thing. But their hurtness has allowed these other guys to flourish. Yes. That's the point that I'm trying to make. I would say the other thing, and I don't know how the audience, I haven't really heard people talk about this, but we have seen with Joe, and it's true with Joe, and it might be true with Bogey, and we will get to it next. DJ no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold what? On. We got called out last night by an expert. No. I to get, yes, an expert. All right, we got to get to both of these things next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.